Welcome to the warm-up exercise for the YMI podcast called The Fantasy Restaurant. In here, my guests get to pick their favorite drink, appetizer, made side, and dessert, and quite literally, anything goes. So join us in this slow-moving in the beautiful south of France. As we step inside of a building, we are transported to D.C. 40 years ago to a bustling kitchen full of family and love and, oh, also, by the way, there is a basket of uh, bottomless bacon. So I hope you enjoy this meal with Kelly. Kelly, thank you for joining me in the Fantasy Restaurant today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. So I am Greg. I am your waiter. And here in the Fantasy Restaurant, I can tell you are a first-time customer because we only have first-time customers. We've never had return (laughs) customers. I'm not saying the food kills anybody or (laughs) the staff, uh, mind you. Um, But the way this place works is probably a little different than you're accustomed to. So it is quite literally anything out of your fantasy. So this could be stuff that your mom used to make when you were a kid, your grandma makes now. It could be things you make in your kitchen. This could be from your favorite restaurant uh, or the bodega around the corner. This could be from your favorite movie or fantasy novel. This only has to make sense to you. No rhyme or reason of the meal. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. I love it. Excellent. Well, let's uh, let's start at the start. What are you going to have to drink? Well, first of all, can we talk about where we're having this meal? Because Atmosphere. I love it. Yes, Not everybody yes, yes. goes for it. Let's hear and it. I'm going to do like a combo because you, you just said just really sparked something. It sparked a very visible memory for me. I was going to say, let's do this in the south of France because I spent a bunch of time there this summer and I really loved it. And I felt very much at home there like I could live there. I could live out my days there. And I always think about. You know, I ask people this, you know, where where do you feel like you want, where would you want to die? Like people always talk about <laughs> where you want to live. And I'm like, well, where would you really want to die? Where would you, what's your idea of comfort in that last few moments of your life? And I don't know that I would want to die everywhere. I wouldn't want to die in Iceland. I wouldn't want to die someplace where I don't really don't understand the the language. I'd want to be able to communicate with somebody. And you but really I, so understand of, the French then? I, I speak terrible French, but I speak enough of it that I could die there, right? I speak enough <laughs> terrible Spanish that I could die there too. In in Barcelona, which is uh, another place I visited this year, which I was mind-bendingly amazing. So I was going to say South of France originally, but what you just said about it could be a childhood memory. I have this memory of being a, chi- a little child. I My family lived in DC. They lived there for generations. The Maryland, D.C., um, Virginia area. And we always did something where we called going down the house for the holidays. And down the house was my great aunt's house. She lived there with all of her brothers, her brother and her sisters until they were very old. So it was a bunch of old people living in a house together. And they were all, you know, short, squat women. And it was this very kind of cool place where the whole family got together for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. And I have these amazingly warm memories of the older generation. So not my mom, not my grandma, not even, but it was my great grandma's um, generation. Wow. Milling around the kitchen, making the most amazing Southern food I'd ever had in my life. So we call it down the house. And, um, and it was on S street, 114 S street. I, it's still there today. But I think I would probably set this in that space because it had very a very sort of specific smell to it and a very mm. specific um, warmth to it that I don't think I've ever seen ever since. 
So mm. we'll be down the house, but we'll place it in theory in the south of France. Um, but you asked about a drink. I would say my favorite drink, my favorite beverage is uh, a dry vodka martini, dirty martini with a blue cheese olives, like a bunch of them, three, four in a glass, but as cold as humanly possible. There was a restaurant. <laughs> There was a restaurant down here. It was down on Santa Monica, and I don't remember the name of it, but it started with a C. It was it was a, one of those hip restaurants before Wolfgang Puck came out and all those. And it was on the beach, and they had the best cold dry martinis I've ever had in my life, and I've never had one since. So, so I'll have that. What's next? You know what? Let me let me reel back just for a second. So when you're down the house, I intrinsically knew that there was a smell associated with that place so what yes. what is that smell when you say southern cooking i always think of because you know I, i'm from texas i'm in the south um like when i think of the smell of like my grandma's house and southern cooking i always think of fried chicken like cast iron skillet fried chicken like yes, that, yes, yes that is like that's what snaps me back to that place what's what's the snapback smell for you i don't even know if it's one smell i think it's a combination of smells they would make homemade biscuits there would be gravy, there'd be mm. wild rice, mashed potatoes, you know, obviously a turkey with stuffing. Um, and I think it was just sort of the combination of all of those smells together. And then, I don't know, it's, I don't even know that you can, I don't know that you can put it together because there's also just like a little bit of a waft of, of, uh, Emerald perfume, which is what my great grandmother used to uh, use, and so as she sort of passed by, you'd get this sort of light, what sort of feeling of, you know, sitting in her lap sort of comes with that. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know if you can even, you can't bottle it. There's no such thing. It doesn't <laughs> exist except in your memory. But I think so it's probably a, a a breadish kind of, you know, fresh baked bread with gravy kind of smell to it i love it so that kitchen was it an inviting like hey come and cook with us or was it like get out of my way kind of kitchen uh no it was very much there were there were all sorts of kids scurrying under feet underfoot hmm. but man this is this is a really really old um space they had you know it was a place that had you know one of those old refrigerators um, where you you know you have the handle and you put the pop the handle open and they they had gotten at one point their ice from the ice man and the milk from the milkman so ice box I got it yeah 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 and they had a little <laughs> pantry with a sliding door on it so as you can remember, you, I I was only there for what my first six years of my life six seven years and I remember every detail I remember everything about that's that wild that's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. I genuinely, I'm there. I'm there with you right now. So we've got our drink sorted. So now we move on to, oftentimes, folks, most adventurous portion of the meal, the appetizer. What are you? Uh, what are you going to choose? I'm going to choose. I recently had this the um, butternut squash soup from Granville, and which is on um, Ventura Boulevard. And when I tasted it, the very first bite, and I'm not a big butternut squash fan. The very first bite, I stopped in my tracks and and literally had the spoon in my mouth. And the lady I was having, Vanessa, I was having dinner with said, what's the matter? And I said, this is the best 
soup I think I've ever had in my life. Oh and my gosh. It was like a, um, it was a vegetarian or vegan, but it was, it had a bacony taste to it. And I was like, it's sort of smoky and delicious and smooth. And I, I thought it was, it's great. So I, I'm putting that in there for sure. Mm, mm. All right. So if you're going to get butternut squash soup, uh, this is right after the appetizer. There's that interstitial period right between, you know, when you're like just about to die and the, the meal hasn't made its way yet. I like to call the bread slash soup slash salad portion. So you picked a soup. Are you going to pick a bread to kind of pair with this? Maybe a salad? Like what's, what are your thoughts on that? Um, You know what? Uh, I guess I would do a Caesar salad. I love Caesar salad with, um, with a little, um, you know, Parmesan cheese grated on top mm-hmm. i don't so know it's sure. not that's not one of my favorite courses but sure let's go with that yeah yeah for sure for sure you're not going to pick a bread to go with that soup like a nice hearty not. bread oh I, my days well i guess you do have to like s- stick something in there to sop up the soup remnants don't I mean, you? you don't have to i'm just saying the fantasy restaurant also calories don't matter you never get drunk i mean there's <laughs> there's whatever rules you want will exist inside of this fantasy. Yeah, no, I'm passing on the bread. Okay. Okay. Not a bread person. I am a Caesar salad person though. I, I, I super dig it too. Uh, I've heard that the ultimate Caesar salad is one that's made table side. Have you ever had that before? Yes, of course. Yeah. I think it depends. (laughs) You know what? A, a Caesar, um, it's all about the dressing (laughs) and there are some that are, I had one recently in Washington, DC. I was there for, um, an event for PBS and I, literally couldn't eat it it was it was at a like a hotel and they had so much dressing that it was inedible and so they obviously took it off my bill but there's sometimes that are a little bit more sometimes a little more acidic acidic almost Mm. like an italian dressing and then there's some that are a little bit creamier so i prefer the creamier yeah me too for sure you know what i have realized i'm a fiend for a wedge salad and my wife says yes my wife says that's just the kitchen being lazy they're making you do all the work you got to cut it up and i was like it doesn't matter to me. It is incredibly delicious. I, yeah, but do I, you do it with the bacon or without the bacon? I go bacon. I go blue cheese and bacon. Yeah. I like. I I know some people are, um, you know, not meat eaters, and that's okay. But it just feels like something's missing when it's not there. Like it's like you're you're almost there, but just <laughs> just not quite, you know. And so it's. I will agree with you. Watching. I'm. I don't eat meat. I'm trying to get the light back, but let's see if I do this. Is that better? Yeah, for sure. uh, I don't eat. Oh, it's just too, too, it's too harsh. I don't eat meat, but I would for sure in my menu, I would totally do a whole plate of bacon, like a gigantic. <laughs> so make that my bread course. It's <laughs> a plate of bacon next to my Caesar salad. It's just so it'll be a little basket um, with a uh, like a like a napkin. And a nice warm set of bacon. It's like <laughs> like when you go to when you go to Olive Garden and the breadsticks, it's just little sticks of of bacon That's poking right. out. Yeah, all right. That's rock right. and roll. <laughs> nope. All right, let me make sure I bacon uh, basket. That's what we're gonna call it, bacon basket. All right. So now we find ourselves at the main course, and I'm curious yeah. which direction you're gonna go with it. Well, again, you said I could eat anything, and I'm. I'm a highly allergic to a lot of foods, so a lot of foods will kill me. So I'm going to put a lot of those in there, but also, um, I don't eat meat or haven't eaten meat for like 15 years. Mm. So I'm going to go with 
there's a restaurant out here in LA called Chasen's that no longer exists, but it was a big deal when I was a kid. It was if you if you went to Chasen's, your family had money. Oh. And there were very few of those restaurants. There was probably three or four restaurants. And if somebody said, oh, I was going there for my birthday, you'd go, ooh. So Chasen's, when I was a kid, had a a chicken with sort of an orange sauce. <coughs> and I would have the, the chicken filet with the orange sauce. And it's an orange sauce that, again, I've never had ever since. And I couldn't even describe it to you. But it was oh my gosh. phenomenal. All right. So mm, is it? Somewhat akin to like an Asian orange chicken, like that no. kind of thing. No, 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 like a like a chicken fillet. I would say the closest you could come to it, and this is going to sound terrible because it's not it's not this, but you know, Campbell's Campbell's has a mushroom soup. Yeah, that is orange, like not the white one, not the creamy one, but the oh. orange one. It's similar to that in terms of texture and look. But it was really, really yummy. All right. So when we're saying orange, we're not talking about like the fruit orange, like citrus orange. No, 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 no. It's orange color. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Same page. Now, now. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Kind of a creamy. And obviously the kitchen, I mean, they're going to be well versed in that. And they may even import one of the Chasen's cooks just to, you know. Okay. We don't want to fake it. We want to get you the real experience. All right. So what do you pair with uh, Chasen's orange chicken? Like what, what goes with that as far as the side I'm going to say, this is going to sound weird because I'm not going regular sides. I like uh, it. I'm going to go with uh, Meat and Owls has a chicken salad salad chicken salad sandwich on rye. And it's a really crusty, crusty, crusty rye bread. Mm. So it's soft bread, but then the crust is just really firm and lovely. So I was going to go chicken salad sandwich. Oof. Do you ever do that with uh, the bread, like toasted? Like get them to toast a little bit? Is that your jam yeah, or no? Yeah, I would do. I could do that, but I think the this particular one we would go untoasted. Okay, that's where for I'll sure, get my. For sure. I'll put my bread there. <laughs> and, and if we're gonna go full on, let's fill the plate out. I would say an apple pan hamburger, which is a place. Again, it's one of those um, L.A. hot spots where there's usually a line out the door. For people to get an apple pan hamburger, they make them to order. They don't make them in advance, and you have to wait for a seat at the at the table, at the like the counter to get them. Well, what's your go to order if you're getting an apple pan? I'm just getting a regular hamburger, and then the fries. Like do a cheeseburger or not? I'm going regular hamburger. All right. So any any no veggies, no nothing on there. I'll do lettuce, tomato, pickle. Lettuce, tomato, pickle. I love that you're writing it all down. Why do you write it down? Because I'm taking your orders. Legitimately. (laughs) You're going to have to go a lot of places to go get this thing. Back in time. It's it's so much simpler than you could imagine. (laughs) So lettuce, tomato, pickle. Are we doing any condiments? Are you mustard? Are you ketchup? Um, I will do ketchup and mustard. Yep. Okay. Do both. Why why choose one when you can have both? I will do both. Ketchup and mustard. All right. So we are, I'm unabashedly my favorite part of the meal, the dessert. What, yes. uh, I'm a big sweets fan. I love savory. I love it all. So uh, what are you going to pick? I will do a New York cheesecake, some slice of New York cheesecake, maybe with strawberries on top. Ooh, good choice. Cheesecake with strawberries. Now, when you say strawberries, you're talking about strawberries. Are you talking about like the strawberry sauce stuff? Yes. And, okay. Yes. Sauce. And a little dollop of whipped cream on the top. 
<laughs> strawberries with sauce. Now, there are so many varieties of cheesecake and types of cheesecake. Um, you know, eh, this is going to sound like blasphemy, but growing up, I thought cheesecake was supposed to taste like Jell-O no-bake cheesecake. And I remember the first time I had a real cheesecake, I was like, what is this abomination? <laughs> like, this is terrible. This is not, yeah. And well, I eventually, you know, I, I've grown up, you know, I, I, you know, I go to the I bathroom know, on my you, own and do this. I totally, things. I totally get that. When yeah. I was a kid, my mother was a terrible cook. She's now a much better cook. But when she, when I was young, she's a working mom. She was usually working more than one job and she yeah. was awful. And every morning she would make me cream of wheat and my cream of wheat had lumps in it. And she tells this this story about how the first time she actually made it right and it was smooth and it had no lumps in it, I burst into tears because I was used to lumpy cream of wheat. And to this day, I love it when there's lumps in it. Like I like the texture of it. Mm, Lump of wheat. Yeah. It's not exactly creamy. I get it. But uh, my favorite type of cheesecake is one that's got a little bit of citrus. Like um, you put a little lemon zest in there when you cook it. And I don't know, it it helps kind of cut through... Um, the richness a little bit. Is yeah. that something that might work for you? I don't, I'm not a big lemon fan. So I'm going to say, no, give me pure. I want a pure New pure, York cheesecake. Unadulterated. All right. Now the most indulgent cheesecake I've ever had was a uh, brulee cheesecake. Where Ooh. they take it, a wedge, they roll it in caster ch- sugar. They hit it with a torch. So it's basically got the creme it's brulee crumbless. crust. Oh, nice. It's amazing. It's hot on the outside, cold on the inside. Are, we, are you... You thinking you might want to make an attempt? I would try there? that. I would right. try that. <laughs> See, I knew I had to upsell you on something, right? Like, I think it's great. Got, I'm worried about the, how much this is all going to cost me. <laughs> it's paid for in advance. Okay. You've got a, a silent benefactor. I, I'm not allowed to tell you who it is. It's all awesome. right. So, at the end of this meal, because usually when I think of like heavy desserts, I think of like uh, you know maybe you want a little espresso or a cappuccino or something like that. Are you a, a coffee after a meal kind of person? Yes. No. Yes, I would do a, um, I would do like a, let's do a cafe au lait. Cafe One that I don't have to take a lactate for because. Okay. Okay. We we'll use the, uh, the, the lactate milk. I even keep them at my desk. I keep Dude, my lactate. I, I, uh, I, so I started doing a lot of travel and I carry like, um, a fanny pack, but I yeah. wear it kind of over my shoulder. And my wife and my oldest are lactose intolerant. And so I've got I've got that in there. And then I have like some band-aids in there and I have some toothpicks. Sure. And my wife's like, dude, you're such an old man. I was like, Okay, okay. Like this those I mean, you're saying that now. and then right. she had a little scratchy throat and I pulled out a cough drop out of my old man belly bag and I was like, Who's the old man now? I love and that. It was still me, obviously, but I digress. All it's right. like a Batman utility belt. It's like it's got everything. 100%. 100%. Yeah. With <laughs> My bag there. of holding. All right. Let me read back the menu so I don't mess anything up because I will blame the kitchen uh, if it comes down to it. So we're going to start, um, well, atmosphere. Start at the start, right? So we're doing this uh, down the house, uh, but maybe when you walk out of the front door, you're actually in the south of France. Is that? Correct. Okay. Okay. That's I was just correct. making sure, let's make sure that was going to. That was going to work. Uh, we're going to start out with a dry vodka martini with blue cheese olives. Super cold. Maybe we put um, maybe we put some dry ice in there. I don't know. There'll be some kind of magic that keeps it extremely cold. Uh, we're going to do the, the butternut squash from Granville. Is that correct? Yep. All right. right. That's going to be piping hot. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Um, 
as you sit down and you get your uh, martini, uh, we're going to break out the uh, the basket of bacon that's going to be there throughout the meal. I'm thinking we'll put two strips in there. That way we can continually replenish with warm bacon. Not so hot that it like burns you, right? Because when it comes right out of the pan, you're still going to eat it, but that's you know, you're going to... You're going to melt your gum, so don't do that. We're, I we'll heard make someone sure once say that bacon was the candy of meats, and I'm thinking, yes, that person is correct. That feels correct. That feels correct. <laughs> it's like the meat that's just to eat on the go. You know, it's just, it, it's hearty. It stands up on its own. You can take it wherever you want. Um, <laughs> let's see. We're going to next do a Caesar salad. Is that just so that we feel healthy about the meal? I no, mean, I love Caesar salad. Okay. Like, I would okay. I would go out of my way for a good Caesar. I, I oftentimes do, myself. There's a place that makes such a good dressing. It's a pizza place that I get some extra dressing and I put that on the pizza. I'm going way out in the left field here. Uh, Let me get back to your menu. So uh, once we hit the mains, we're doing Chasen's in LA. We're going to do chicken with orange sauce, correct? Correct. All right. But we're also going to have Nate and Nell's. Was that it? Yep. Nate and Nell. Nate and Nell. Uh, We're going to do the chicken salad sandwich. No toast on the the bread. It's going to be just the, the pure bread. Uh, we're also going to do an apple pan burger, lettuce, tomato, pickle. We're doing ketchup, mustard. Have you I, ever had A1 steak sauce on a hamburger? I'm just asking I have, I have. for a friend, for a friend. I'm just asking. Sure, have you sure. ever done blue cheese and buffalo sauce on a burger? No, I have done blue cheese though, but no. And I'm actually a good, like there's a hamburger joint here that will do a salad and then pop a hamburger patty on it with blue cheese. It's really good. That sounds really good. Yeah. All right, let me make a note of that because I will be trying that later. Uh, for dessert, we're going to be doing a brulee cheesecake. Uh, on the side, I'm going to have the strawberry sauce and strawberries. I never want to assume how much of that you want, right? I'd rather you kind of portion sure. that out to, I your, appreciate to it. your liking. And then we're going to close it out with a cafe lait. And I have to ask, does that sound correct? That is very correct. Excellent. <laughs> sounds delicious. Excellent. Well, thank that you. That sounds for... like a last meal. That sounds like I'm on it death row. I could be. Um, you know, you said you're allergic to a lot of things. I had somebody who had a bunch of allergies and they said, I'm basically going to build the meal of everything that will kill me. So yes. the meal's entirely of of deadly objects. I... I would totally do that. That would be great. On my list would have to be, I'm allergic to lobster, peanuts, guacamole, and bananas. So a mixture of all those things, like avocado, you know. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. That would kill me. But that I would sounds... die happy for like... Yeah seconds and then it I sounds would... disgusting but i mean you do you <laughs> just all at once i'm imagining well, it as you. like a pate it's just ugh, like a goop maybe <laughs> soylent i don't know anyways thank you for joining me at the fantasy restaurant today all right hurry up <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>